Hello, everybody, and welcome to Anime Watch Club. My name is Peter, and joining me today is our lovable cast of co-hosts. Today on on today's episode, we are going to be discussing and reviewing the 2016 fantasy isekai light novel adaptation of Grimgar. Joining me first, our co-host from the other segment is Adam. Adam, how's it going today? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for asking. Joining us as well on Anime Watch Club is Smiley. Smiley, how's it going? I'm doing all right, and I just got to say, Adam is best on each other. Of course. And uh, making his reluctant return to anime, we have Haz. Haz, how's it going? I fucking hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to have you back, Haz. Uh, and our other Watch Club member, we have Cat. Cat, how's it going? Today I come with you a question. I come to you with a question. If a cat girl said "nya" and "daddy" at the same time, would it sound like "nyadi" or "nyadi"? That's a great question. Thank, yeah. you, cat. <laughs> Thank you for like being like PG thirteen this time. I appreciate it. Anime and, was a mistake. <laughs> and our two monitors. First up, we have Miles. Miles, how's it going? Going pretty well. And our second moderator, Pat. Pat, how's it going? Yeah, hello. It is fantastic. I've got all my seasonals back and started, and I watched this show too, so I guess that's how that happens. So yeah, we'll, we'll... And we'll have uh, we have our special guest as well, who hasn't watched all of it, but will still be hanging out. Is happy? Happy? How are you doing? Hi, my life is a black abyss. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. Happy. All right, so we'll be discussing probably our. I have a feeling it's going to be our most controversial episode of Grimgar, and I'm going to hand it over to our moderators, Miles and Pat. Take it away. All right. Uh, well, so for this show, uh, first off, just want to throw it out there. Smiley, thank you for nominating the show. The, I believe you nominated a few weeks ago, and we ended up uh, voting for it. So uh, thank mm-hmm. you. We, we're excited. So uh, why don't we do our, as usual, our first impressions or, you know, first few episodes, so spoiler-free what we thought going into it, what we expected. Uh, we're, we're just going to go around the horn and talk about it like that. So, uh, Smiley, why don't you kick us off? What, what were your first impressions? What, uh, how did you hear about the series, etc.? Well, let's see. Um, first off, I watched this when it first was coming out. Um, I just, like, I don't know. I was going through Kiss Anime because it's back when I didn't pay for things. Um, uh-huh. And... I just noticed it, and I picked it up. It was probably the third anime I've actually ever watched at that point. Um, no, fourth anime I've ever watched. And just, 
at first the first impressions were like just seeing the artwork of the cover i thought was absolutely beautiful and stunning so going in i was expecting uh a beautiful piece of art and then on top of that also just by the way the cover was and like the first episode i was like okay this is one um an adventurous uh like there's going to be monsters and all that you know so i was looking forward into it because that's the type of stuff i kind of like so oh there you go that makes sense so uh and uh so, so i'm assuming you must have liked it then well especially if it's one of your first anime i feel like you know the first like five shows you watch you're gonna love them all but so you're going into it though like would you say you recommend this show did you enjoy it um i mean i would say i would enjoy it considering the fact that i bought all the light novels besides yeah. some of the new ones i heard about but um and that i own it on blu-ray so yeah i would say i liked it and uh i would have to agree most usually most cases i would say that like the first few anime people watch they tend to enjoy it and it's nostalgia in a sense so mm -hmm. yep uh it's it's all a lot of people try to say that that's why i like sao no i like it because it's good. <laughs> there we go moving mm, on that's right uh, <laughs> no 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 that's not today all right smiley thank you uh no just problem. going along the list uh for me at least my i uh, don't know what the order is on the layout but uh pete uh what's uh what's your first impressions i feel like it's gonna be this the, everyone's have like a very similar answer where the art is very unique and it, that's definitely what caught my eye it was just based off like the cover like you can tell it's gonna be like a group fantasy adventure whether it's like an isekai or just like a normal type of like fantasy i intrigued my interest because that's the type of stuff that i do i do enjoy for the most part mm -hmm. fair enough fair enough uh all right next up is uh has has what have you got for us what were your <laughs> well here we go what's your first impression <laughs> do you recommend it uh brace for um... impact boys <laughs> so you know i just came out of an anime break i wanted to quit I really did. Like I was this close, and then I relapsed because I have friends who watch yes. anime. Um, yeah. This is when I saw it. I, the first thing I thought was um, Valkyria Chronicles. If you know that game on PlayStation, same hey. art style. Yeah, so it's the same art style as that. Uh, so I had a, had an okay first impression because I love Valkyria Chronicles. Then I started the first episode, and that was, and then I was like, you know what? Maybe anime was a mistake. Maybe maybe it's not too late. And uh, would I recommend this? Fuck no. I would recommend you just cancel Verve. Or you st you just delete Kiss Anime from your bookmarks. And you go about your day watching CW shows. I promise you, it's a ten times better experience. That's all I'm going to say for now. Honest. Wow. All right, so I guess we're that yeah, good for you for uh, putting it out there, uh, going against the grain so far of people generally recommending it. Uh, uh, Happy, you're next. What, what do you think? I know you didn't finish the show, but what do you? Uh, would you? Or were you enjoying what you've seen so far? What What do you think? Uh, so for me, it was on an honest to goodness struggle for me to just get to just like I I kept telling myself I gotta watch Grimgar, I gotta watch Grimgar, and I just never ever did. I, in fact. Uh, today I got to episode five, and that's as far as I got. And I wasn't even planning on being on today until I found out you don't necessarily have to finish in order to be on if you don't care about being spoiled. So yeah. when I finally committed to being on, I thought about watching one more episode, and then I'm like, no, I just have no motivation to keep going at all. So, so you so definitely dull. would not recommend it. Yes, it, you, you it think was it's so dull? dull and boring to me. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I could see that. Uh, the first few episodes, uh, I think that's uh, that's going to be our discussion point, or our first discussion point for sure, is talking about the first few episodes. But okay, so you sounds like you would not recommend this show. Probably not. All right, well, moving on to someone who most likely would. Uh, Adam, what do you think? I actually kind of land somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. I feel like this show, well, so first off, I got introduced to the show when it aired too, like uh, Smiley. So I watched it when it aired, and... I knew going in with this second watch through that the first five to six episodes were going to be a slow burn, we'll say. And I feel like if you can get through that, the last the, <laughs> the last half is a, a really I a really enjoyable show. So overall, I'd recommend it if you can get through that first uh, slow burn in the first five, six episodes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh I, I like that. So you're somewhere a little bit more near the middle, but you definitely, you can see the criticism, but you, you definitely do recommend the show still. Yeah. Uh, overall, I would. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kat, what about you, my friend? What, what, Mr. Anya? Let's see. Let's hear what you, uh, what you've got for us. Okay. So my first impressions were, I'm not a huge uh, Isekai friend. Like I have Isekai that's in my top five. Uh, that time I got reincarnated as Slum, but like, normally with isekai i don't have a high uh i don't have a high bar for it and from the first episode from the first few episodes that i saw i was like if i wasn't watching this for the watch club and if i didn't have anything else going on in my life except for a job that i don't really have to put too much time into uh i would have dropped this like i would have dropped this after the second episode like i would not recommend the whole series like i would not recommend this at all like if you're gonna torture yourself through the first few episodes like you either have you are either yearning for a leather daddy or you have no taste wow wow okay so scalding words from cat he uh he really came with his claws out uh, with this one. Uh, Miles, I, yeah, thank you. No, I, you know what? I, I try to make it interesting. That was know? good. Ah, oh, thank you. I'm proud of myself. Pete, you know, coming from you especially, that means a lot. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Miles, what have you got for us? What do you, what do you uh, find about the show? Or what yeah, so I guess similarly to Cat, don't really like isekai very much. Um, I do have some high-rated isekai, and they're all sort of parodies of the genre. Um, you know, Konosuba, Cautious Hero, and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, going in, I had tried reading these these light novels before because I have a, I have a friend who really likes the series, and he suggested it to me. Um, and so I was like, oh, well, I'll, I'll try reading them because I was on, like, a reading kick at the time. But I sort of – they didn't really catch my attention. So this being in the isekai and me not liking the light novels when I first tried reading them, um, I, I didn't have high expectations for the show. What I am going to say is that – Without a doubt, this is the best non-satirical isekai I have ever seen by a fucking margin. Like, this is what ReZero wishes it was. It is so good. Um, so I would absolutely recommend it. Um, Cat's looking at me bewildered, and it's okay. Not everyone likes well-thought-out, detailed shows, Cat. It's okay. Okay, 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 so there's some fighting words being thrown out already. I like it though. I like <laughs> it. Um, I, I so just uh, I guess my my initial impressions. Uh, 
I hadn't heard about this until we started talking about it for Watch Club. Uh, I like Isekai, or I can enjoy it. You know, I'm not. It's it's just uh, a show that it shows like that. I usually just watch because they're fun. You know, they're they're entertaining. And this show was for me. Uh, like we'll talk about soon. Uh, I think the start is uh, the most difficult part. The first few episodes are painfully slow in my opinion and uh but once i got through that uh i enjoyed the rest of the show so i can say that i recommend it in in the sense that it's enjoyable and if it's your genre you could like it but if you're not an isekai fan you're probably not going to like this show i don't think uh or not like this show enough to say that you should watch it i should i guess so that that's my my first impression i suppose uh and i but moving on, so let's let's talk about that slow start, that thing that we've been uh, you know, debating a little bit, you know, set, setting hints through our uh, little introductions about. Um, so I I guess I'll make my stance first. Uh, for me, the first few episodes t- uh, took way too long to get moving. Like in, in my notes, I just wrote down slow start, show don't tell, like uh, also fuck Ranta because the first few episodes, that character <laughs> was so intolerable. I wrote that down like three or four times. Uh because I was just so irritated while watching it. But uh, I, I feel like this show struggles because they spend, you know, they, they kill a goblin in, in like the first episode, I think, as a team or whatever. And then there, there's just these random moments in the episodes that just feel like they don't need to be there. They feel like they're just, like like I said, show don't tell. They, they, they're, they, they're the moments where these characters are being told things or telling each other things that... We really don't need to hear them talking about. And then there's the random insert songs that get thrown in. Like, I think it was, was it episode one where there's an insert song? For like, it was episode two. All right. I don't kill a goblin until episode two as well. Right, exactly. So there you go. Like, it takes them that. And then, but then by the fourth episode, they still haven't even done more than just killing that one goblin. And like, I, I understand you can build towards things sometimes, but this one, it just felt like it was, it, 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 it was dragging its legs to try to get going. And which is why I think Cat didn't like it as much like he was saying it was slow it was boring i i and i honestly have to agree about those first few episodes especially again like i said that that insert song was like it was so random there was it was like five minutes long there was no dialogue and they were showing them just doing like meaning meaningless chores and doing meaningless things going around and like uh, like i no, i don't know the way i look at it is it's like no no shit you're gonna have to you know clean the bathrooms or clean whatever or, or cook in a when you're dropped into this random world like where you're now just a random soldier like no no shit you're gonna have to do that you don't need to show us uh, show us them doing it and that's the way i looked at it and it bothered me i'm curious to see see how everyone else felt about it like the, the first few episodes yeah i i don't know i might be the only person defending this song so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in but i i think that like you learn a whole bunch about the characters during that five minutes you know and it might seem meaningless but it, it is like so you, you see that ranta bought his food right even though people had said buying the meat might be a waste of money and he was enjoying it so you learn something about him there um monito buys um Shihoru, Shihoru, our mage lady whose name I can't pronounce, um, a pen, and we'll come, a Shihiro, okay, and we'll come back to that later, but you see him making a bridge to a companion who has already been kind of quiet and, you know, had been really thrown off by the the bath scene, um, you see Yumi sort of like looking out for Shihiro, but realizing Manito is a nice guy, and sort of like stepping away about that from there. Um, you see 
Um, Mogozu, like, carving, which sort of, like, goes to, like, him being sort of a gentle giant character, which you don't necessarily know at that point. And he's also carving a plane, I believe. So it's sort of another, uh, like, throwback to how they still have some of these weird memories from stuff. So, like, you learn a lot about the world. You learn a lot about the characters through all of that. It really is the definition of showing, not telling. And that's how you learn about the characterization. So I, I can understand that. But for me, it was the timing of it felt so random and just, like, so so complete. Uh, and like, I, I don't know. I feel like it... it it was too long of a of a montage you know, for me, and maybe that's just because of the size of the cast. You know, if it was only two or three characters, we would see two or three characters maybe doing like a minute long thing. But like this, it was literally like five minutes of the episode. I remember like I was watching, and, and I was like, oh, there's about te- like seven eight minutes left in the episode, and then the song starts, and then it gets to the end, and I'm like, wait, what the hell? Like this is where. <laughs> where'd the episode go so that's where i i got it, it got lost on me was how long it was taking like and again that it might be because they had to show six yeah six or seven different characters all um you know remembering things or experiencing things that they might not have thought they were going to experience or, or, or whatever you want to say but even then i still was just it just it put me off i, I don't know i i'm curious to see what everyone else thinks as well because i i was just so shocked can i jump it. in yeah go ahead yeah. so when that so i don't have much to say but i do have thoughts on that whole thing when that song started it keeps going and going and going and at one point i literally thought wait is this the rest of the episode I thought it was the end credits song. I was like, oh, wow, it's going to start that up. And then it kept going. Yeah, yeah, it just kept going and going. I was just like, wait, this isn't the end credits? Like, like, what's going on then? Like, like, you know, sometimes shows do that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can explain kind of most of that. So in the light novel, they had to, like, take... It was a good chunk of the light novel that it was, like, explaining the world and, like, the money amount and, like, was saying a bank and all this stuff. They had to take out all this stuff and try to put it into a certain amount of time to so they had to work with like a good amount of the first book was just explaining the world and that they were trying to shorten it as much as they can so mm-hmm. in that section that's what they used trying to shorten and explain as much and kind of like how the stuff works and how like I don't know like I mean it didn't go fully into explaining everything but like it did show some of like their daily stuff and like like food they eat and all that like um like Ann Miles to go mentioned earlier. Can I jump in? Or, mm-hmm. uh, all right. So um, <laughs> so with that montage. Okay. So before I hit the montage, I want to hit the uh, bath scene and just the two episodes prior because I think if I remember correctly, that happens in episode three. Not mistaken. So, uh, according to my notes, bath scene happens at the end of episode two, right after the montage. Close enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I was actually watching this with my mother, and first of all, because like, I, like <laughs> I didn't really like the feel of the show at the beginning, so it was it wasn't really that great for me, and my mom ended up watching it and did, she didn't really like it either but she didn't watch anime that much so. mm-hmm. uh but it doesn't help that it 
like in the first like ten minutes of the show, it just starts objectifying women, and I'm just like, that's not something that I want to show my mom for her, like first <laughs> or second anime, and I'm just like, because. I mean, that's 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 a time thing, and I like I can let it go because like anime does that sometimes, and then I mean I wasn't happy about it, but I kind I tried to let it go, and then the second episode it does it again, and then it does it again in the end of the second episode with a bath scene, and then Ranta just starts just going on this conception rant, like just. <laughs> Basically, making making it seem like women are only there to be uh, are only there because they have tits and they have a reproductive system. Like that's that's it. Like it like that is literally he is just saying I want to get an own a hole with a person attached. Like that like that's literally what I thought it was. Now like I couldn't do it. No, and then. Now, then in the montage, I would have much rather, I would have much rather had the exposition. Because he already went through the exposition. He is like, Hirohiro is the, is the main character of the, of the story. And he's given exposition throughout, like in the first and second episode. And then in the montage, you want to just show, not tell. But I'd rather you just tell me what's going on. Yeah, it was like, weird. They, they went back and forth between having uh, Haru narrate a lot. They, that, I think that's where my show don't tell note came from. Was with uh, there was a lot of moments where ha- Haru was narrating that I was just like, he doesn't need to tell me that. They're showing this on the screen right now. Like they're showing them going mm-hmm. through these struggles, or they're showing them learning how to fight, or. Uh, learning how to work as a team, learning their roles, like that sort of thing. I feel like that was when uh, that show don't tell came out from from my end, at least. But yeah, continue. I think, yeah. It, it I was think just, part of that. Oh, sorry. Like it was, it was basically just like, oh, hey, we know you're not smart enough to. Uh, we know you're not smart enough to figure out how gold, silver, and coppers work. But, uh, hey, uh, we're going to show you a bunch of these pictures and a bunch of these moving images, and we're going to make you guess at what's going on. So we know that your IQ isn't big enough to know what this means, but, we, but we'll tell you what this means. Like, that, like that's how I felt. Like, I was... I, I mean, like, do you want to not off. explain how the copper-silver-gold system works, though? Because it's different than other copper-silver-gold systems mm-hmm. that I've... You know, like in Pathfinder, 10 copper is one silver, but in this, it's 100 copper is one silver. Mm-hmm. So, like, Come they on, kind of have to explain that at some point. They, I think they barely... They explain it, but it's just like... I, like, do they need to tell us that? that yeah, they absolutely do need to tell you, because they so. struggle to fight this goblin, right? That's the entire first two episodes. It's been killing one goblin and you already know that that badge that each of them needs costs 20 silver and they get 30 copper for killing the one goblin so you so like if they don't tell you that you don't know how behind the curve they are because it's the difference between having three silver and having 0.3 silver which is a massive difference so like i I think yeah well, no, uh, I, I think they, they I do can... tell us, but it's it's pretty quick. Like, you know, they, they do... I think it's at the bar scene where they, they tell us um, 
one of the first bar scenes, right? I think is when they when they're talking. It's about it. a it's a second one or third one. I I know that they they have the gold conversion rate and like the third one, um, when Ron says mad because he didn't take the gold. Right, um, right, yeah. That's that's exactly it. That's when they when they don't discuss take... it before then. But yeah, that does happen. That's like well, the I, main I don't think they did, I don't know. think they discuss the gold. I know they discuss silver and copper, but. I don't know if it. Oh yeah, I don't know if they go so, into gold. Honestly, they... my my uh, just to close out my remark for mm-hmm. this part. Uh, my main thing was uh, it feels like a mix between Goblin Slayer and Sao. Uh, like that's not high praise for me. No. <laughs> so okay, so your concern though was that it was over sexualizing female characters, but Isekai slime is in your top five. I just Got want to get that correct. Uh, mm. Well, I I know I think uh, I can see where he's coming. I think mm. like saying it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> saying no, be consistent. It's something that happens in anime, though. Like in general, like yeah. obviously we we we've become numb almost to, to to it sometimes, where it's just like okay, well, who cares uh, th- that this is happening? Blah 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 blah. But but for me, uh, it made Ranta so feel so irredeemably awful that I I was actively rooting against him almost. Like <laughs> like obviously you have they to turn it up to eleven with him. Yeah, yeah they turn it up to eleven versus it was so much because like there's pervy characters that are funny and. Uh, again, just to call back Sao because it's easy. Fucking Klein. Even though Klein isn't even that bad of an example, I don't know. Maybe someone else is uh, better. Like uh, if, uh, I'm, Jiraiya. I'm, Jiraiya from Naruto maybe yeah. is a better, good example. Where <laughs> yeah, he's a perv, but it's like, all right, he's he, it's funny and it's never something that is meant to be a a superly defining character trait, which it is with. Uh, it feels like at least with Ranta. Where but he's, that's why it. So if we're talking about Ranta, I just want to put in something. So Ranta, so I actually have I have had friends in the past that were like Ranta, and and um, basically yeah, Ranta so is he he treats Yume like the way he does because he likes her, and someone's gone, um, but that's legit the reason why he does that is because he likes her and you can see it especially later on, but um, and like I don't know it's just like there are those people out there that just pick on people that they like yeah so i like i mean i does yeah su- i don't support him but it, it does i don't hate I, him i so like i can see that because like that's the vibe he gives off he does give off the oh i'm teasing because i i, I like her vibe but that doesn't mm-hmm. make it okay nor does it make it like oh, yeah. uh yeah. yeah but it's not supposed to be okay right so because yeah. you've talked about this like l- lovable pervert sort of character that exists in anime right if you're making an anime character and you're trying to highlight the tension that having an actual person like that in a group would cause, you kind of do need to turn it up to 11, because Mm -hmm. there is a baseline in the media for a character that is just liked by everyone, but also super horny all the time. So if you, like, because a big part of this is Ranta and the team not getting along together because Ranta's a horny dick. Mm -hmm. Like... And so since you want to show that to an audience that is usable, used to like the normal horny guy that everyone is chummy with, you have to, you have to turn it up. I mean, you don't have to, but it's conceivable to me why you would turn it up to 11 for him because he's not supposed to be likable. He's not supposed to be Klein. He's supposed to be a divisive 
person in the party who you don't like who improves over the case of the story. I agree that they sort of go too hard on it, but I think it's just because of the nature of the media. I think I think it's also just to tie it in because I feel like this is all part of what my criticism of not only is the beginning very slow, it doesn't feel like the beginning is focused. Like, there's a lot of things that happen in the beginning uh, in different sections, and it not only is tonally it inconsistent, like the first three episodes are, while the first three episodes gave me the, the indication that I was supposed to be watching something about how people live in an isekai world, right? Like, how would you, your daily life, right? A realistic interpretation. Problem is, it doesn't, the first, one of the first things we learn is that you take away the one thing that helped me relate to them because they don't even realize that they're in another world, really. They kind of grew up in that world, even though it was only two weeks, right? They're not, like, fighting against, they, they do have flashes of certain, like, oh, this isn't a video game, and they don't know what that is, but it's never like, oh, I'm actively going against some moral compass that I learned before. So that's what I initially thought. Um, and then episode four happens, and I'm like, oh, this is this is supposed to get dark, right? Um, or not even episode four, but like there's a moment in episode... Did they kill the goblin in episode one or two? Two. So when they kill the goblin, right, the tone of fucking police is really loud. Um, no worries. The tone, the tone of the show to me, did not match what the how the characters were reacting. It was very like, this is this traumatic thing, right? And it's, or not traumatic, but like, everyone was kind of shocked that they had to do that. Ranta just became more unlikable, the fucking sociopath. Um, and then, but like, it's still like, there's happy music in the background. It's like, it's really weird. And because of that, when things happen, like Ranta is being overly sexual, depending on how we're looking at this, it's not unlikable. I think he can be a likable one, a likable character if, let's say, the tone of the show is more upbeat, because then you associate that with a likable perv. But since it wants to be grounded, yeah, it's going to be a little more unnerving. But it's so confusing that I don't really have any strong opinions on Ranta, because I don't know if the show is serious or not, or what the fuck is going on here and there. I, I... I fucking hate anime. That's that's the smallest. <laughs> there you go. That's what you were looking that's, for. That's what he was looking for. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think we've uh, we talked about the first few episodes uh, enough. Where um, we we you can see why a few of us recommend it and a few of us don't. Why there is uh, controversy in our group, at least among why we either did like or did not like those first few episodes. I think though, moving on to the uh, probably our main talking point, I would say would be. Uh, and uh, here's spoilers going forward beyond the first few episodes. I, li- I believe this is a spoiler for episode four or at the very beginning of episode five. Um, my, um, end of episode. End, end of episode. F- episode four. Five, four. Four. It's yeah. So kind of like um, mid to end. Yeah. So Monato, uh, the group's leader, and even though he's not the main character yet, the the leader and the the head uh, healer uh, ends up 
dying randomly like he he is he is just brutally killed off in the in the show which uh i i give him props they they uh for me at least i didn't see it coming that much like i I had a feeling i was like something's gonna happen but i didn't expect them to actually kill off somebody in a show like this maybe it's because i didn't do my proper reading up on the show beforehand but i i expected this to just be like you know a happy-go-lucky typical s or isekai where it's just nothing you know, no one dies. You're just—it's the party going along and doing their thing. So, um, I—I'm I, curious to hear, hear what your guys' reaction was to Miyato's death, and specifically the characters' reactions to it as well, because we see them oh, all man. suffer in and mourn and grieve in different ways. Uh, uh, so. No, me and Adam uh, can talk this time because we didn't get to talk the last segment. Yeah, please go ahead. Okay, so I—I I loved it. I, it set up something very similar to like Gurren Lagan, where Kamina dies. Spoiler, but yes. um, so it sets up like this thing where it's it's chaos because your leader is now gone, and the person who's he's essentially like the glue. He's the glue that holds the team together because you see that after the fact that he dies, the team doesn't really know what to do, and even towards the I mean it, does, it takes until like episode eleven or twelve where uh, uh, Haruhiro is essentially like solidified as the leader, but like mm-hmm. you have like a span of like seven episodes of like them trying to like work together in a way without having like any form of leadership or management or anything like that. So I really like that aspect. And it also does something where a lot of shows I'm so I always do it. I'm gonna hate on my hero academia, uh, where it creates a threat. And when you watch something like my hero, you are pretty much going to assume that no one in the main cast is going to die. Like Mm -hmm. you never have that threat where this is like, Hey, a goblin with a crossbow killed the main, or, like, the leader. Like, these people are weak. Anything can kill them. Like, something simple like that. And I really like that element in terms of just, like, any form of, like, action slash fantasy shows where it creates a threat for the party and then how they handle that threat. And I thought the show did a really good job. I agree. I also also really liked when the after he had passed and everyone's starting to grieve in their own way how you can kind of see the the lines being drawn between the groups because that's when um ranta becomes even more of a like self-righteous douchebag i i hated yeah. i hated the character insufferable. He, insufferable i think is the best way to put it and the, the girls are kind of feel like they're off on their own because uh what is it? She she Horu just lost the guy that she's in love with, mm-hmm. and Yume is trying to like, I don't know, be the big sister and comfort her. But the people that they saw as family, because right before he dies, he talks about or uh, Monato talks about how they're finally becoming like a real team and becoming a family. Mm-hmm. You see that rift develop because Haruhiro is kind of off on his own, doing his own grieving. Mogazo mm-hmm. is doing the same thing, and like the girls feel like they're not part of the team anymore. Like their family just got broken up because of this. And I think they did a really good job with the whole Yume scene and Haruhiro, like angry, not angry at each other, but like trying to like express like how they feel, feeling like they're all being separated. And like, you don't understand the loss I'm going through right now. And like just needing to be there for each other. I felt like that was a good bonding experience for the group and I thought it was at that point that I started to feel like the show started to have its climb away from being like a slow pace slow pace to like being I don't know, a lot more of a it, more engaging for me but I'll, I said I didn't get to say anything about on in the last section uh, on the second my second watch through because I watched it when the show when it originally came out 
I was a lot more with Miles on my second watch through where I'm seeing the, them slowly build up the characters piece by piece on my second watch. So I feel like if this is a show that you end up enjoying watching it a second time, I, I think it does a really good job of, uh, you can find things that you might have missed or like the development was there. It might've just been harder to see for some people. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I think in our discussion about it, I can definitely see where, why it was slow paced or, or the parts that I may not have liked on my first impression um, might make more sense or have been proper good storytelling. But that, that's where I was just kind of like, there, there, there are just a couple moments still though that bothered me. But um, talking more about uh, Monitor's death, I, I think the they showed grief and suffering uh, uh, very well. I, this is where the show went, like uh, like we like you said a lot, Adam, where the show went from being just like eh slow paced it's happening whatever's going on is going on it went from that to something that i was actually engaged in and wanting to watch more of because i remember the first time I, I watched like the first four episodes or three or four three episodes or so and i was just like what why am i watching this but then i watched the next like seven because i was just so engaged in it and i was enjoying it enough to where i wanted to keep going and uh i think the only problem with me with uh minato or monato sorry uh dying or, or the grief that they show with him was uh, every time he came back to life, so to speak, and was talking to Haruhiro, um, I, maybe that's just me and not liking this specific like like trope. It's not a trope, but you know, it's like a it's a tendency in a, in storytelling where you know a person's like dead, but they're talking to them in their imagination. I despise that in storytelling. I think it's lazy. I think it's stupid. And and, and I, I just cannot enjoy it. So every time Monito was like talking to Haruhiro, I, I was just like, this, this is awful. Like, why are you doing this? Because there's so many different ways that they can show him grieving and that the ways he's suffering already, like that, that, that they were showing that, that this just felt unnecessary. Like, I, I don't know that like, I again, I think that's more just a me thing, though. Just hating that that storytelling tool, I guess. So um, can I can I jump in? Yeah, sure. Uh, so this is okay. So I I need to refurbish my complaints about it. So it instead of the first six episodes, it's the first four, four episodes, just the build up to Monito's death. Uh, what I what I ended up saying was. Monito's death itself was kind of meh to me. Uh, the like the death itself, like him dying, mm-hmm. the, that whole scene. But after, and this is gonna sound kind of hypocritical from what I said, but um, after he actually, you know, kicks the bucket and dies, uh, and they go to uh, they go to like the priest something whatever. Uh, the priest guild, I think it's called. Uh, that was yeah. while he was dying, though. He wasn't like. No, no, Well, I mean, he, he was, was dead, dead, but like they, they didn't know he was like dead. Oh, yeah, that's true. Say they were trying to see him. Just not confirmed. Yet. They were kind of hoping I... he was alive. I feel like they knew though. They had to have yeah. known he was dead. Yeah. But either way, um, that's not not relevant. Continue. But uh, honestly, after those battle lines were drawn, and like after the. The characters actually seem like they're becoming more like decent characters. They don't seem like carbon uh, cardboard cutouts. They don't seem like they're just uh, 
it doesn't seem like they were just pulled out of some like fucking uh, isekai bullshit that comes on every year. Like it, it felt like they were actually becoming more human. They were showing more human emotion. They were becoming yeah. So it didn't just feel like Shiharu was the quiet mage type didn't feel like yume was the big sister type that moguzo was just the big gentle giant like they actually started showing like personalities and and through their grief they started to develop as characters i think that's kind of what you're trying to say and i i I agree with it completely exactly Uh, and like it and to be honest in my opinion it was monito's death was the only event in the show up to that point that actually felt that it deserved to be focused on like that, mm-hmm. like every other point before that was just like, oh, he, 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 uh, bullshit, bullshit. We're gonna do this and it's just gonna be another day. And like, just trying to seem like it's a normal day in the neighborhood when it's obvious that it's not. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think in order to subvert your expectations like that, right? Because like, Monito is. Like, if this was a different show, Monito is the MC, right? Like, he's the main character in a different show. So, like, if you want to subvert expectations in, like, a in a good way, you need to set up those expectations first. You know, like, we don't want to, like, Rain Johnson this in Last Jedi it. We want to Rain Johnson and Knives Out it. So, (laughs) you need to um, set up, you know, those tropes that you were talking about. You need to make it seem like it's going to be this normal isekai with these normal characters and then you have a catalyst that no one was expecting i mean or that i guess is actually kind of foreshadowed but maybe you weren't expecting um and have that react to it you know so like i maybe maybe they do take too long to do that um just guess seeing what other people think i love the first three episodes but i think that you you need to do that in order to have a reaction during Manito's death. Like, you know, if, if the first thing he does is die, you're like, oh, it's that kind of show, huh? You know, so you don't want to, you know, you don't want to do that. That's I, fair. I agree to an extent, but I think going back to what I was saying about it being unfocused, it, the first three episodes, my personal opinion about episode four sucked ass. And this is where the show falls apart for me because episode four wasn't earned to me. Uh, the first three episodes, we were talking about how you see hints and during this montage of like who these characters are. And while that may be true, the first three episodes are completely redundant. They state the same things they, in different ways and reinforce. And it's never anything like super intricate. It's always skin deep. Like the most we get is that this guy's a humble giant. This guy's kind of a pervy asshole. And it's just reiterated. It's never anything deeper um, until... And that's three episodes. I don't think that's... To me, it wasn't subverting expectations. I was like, there has to be something else. Can we get along to it? Um, and it was just taking longer. When it happened to... I think the scene with Yumi and um, Haruhiro was great. I think that was a great scene. Yeah, Fucking I agree. 10 out of 10. I loved it. Um, I liked I liked the way that the the grief was like delayed like over oh, dealing with this shit as we go and that was great it was fucking perfect, but did I care about the 
it feels more like an observation of people going through it more than I'm supposed to care about them going through it. I don't feel empathetic to these characters at all and what they're going through. I feel more like I'm looking down on like a playset of people going through this shit and just watching. And maybe maybe I'm just dead inside. <laughs> that that could be 100% yeah. what the issue is. But there's nothing to make me... If we make the th- first three episodes one episode, it has the same effect. And I think if it's one episode, it's way better. I just, uh, I just yeah, go, you can go, Fatal. Yeah, I, I feel like the thing that drew me to them is in any other isekai anime where you're transported into a game, which is essentially what they are, the main characters have no issue just slaughtering monsters and stuff just with, without hesitation, like... For no, with no value for their lives and when you those first few episodes i think do a good job of showing them like being really hesitant to kill the goblins and stuff because they see them as living creatures that are also no different from them fighting for their own lives and right. so for me i was very i was able to attach to the characters and like feel what they're going through because it's like i don't know if anyone's ever had to put an animal down or something that you care about it's like I know this is the right thing to do. I know this is the best for everybody, including it, but it's still hard to do. They know that they need to do it to survive. They need to kill this goblin, but like feeling the blade touch their bone as they're stabbing it is like almost traumatizing. And I could very well relate to being trying, like having a hard time detaching from those emotions. And I think it takes a couple episodes where you're like, they, they still are having a hard time adapting to this new life. Yeah, I yeah I, I see that. I guess the thing for me that detaches me is that if it was present, like if from the beginning, it was treated. It doesn't feel like it's treated like an isekai because they don't. What we're told is that they don't remember anything, like consciously from their past life. They they just know they're two weeks old in Grimgar. So for me, it's like you you essentially only know the values of Grimgar. So this isn't really you sort of like being put into a situation that's uncomfortable because of something that like you're relating to your modern lifestyle or like something that we go through on a daily basis right it, it's more of you're just uncomfortable in a fantasy world which also is another point i think this fantasy world is fucking garbage it's the most bland isekai world ever well I'll, i won't touch that part uh, yeah i disagree but that I also first, disagree. But that first part you were saying is they have these memories where they're th- saying things like, this isn't a video game. And they're like, what does that mean? And they're like, you know what? Yeah. I really don't know. They don't mentally, like, aren't able to comprehend why they say and feel the things they do, but they still subconsciously feel it. So when they're shaking after trying to kill a creature, it's because you can relate it to them having subconscious memories from their previous life so i don't think it's so detached from our own reality the way you're trying to make it sound i agree with that point i i, I think that's true yeah um I, it, I, it, I, god oh i was gonna say to like compound on that just like in another way it's like normally you know sometimes an isekai does have that thing where oh you have to like go you know kill the goblin or the slime or something and like they struggle for an episode and then after that they literally never need to worry about that creature ever again. Um, an example of that would be um, like shield hero where he has to kill those like bouncing ball things. 
and then he has a hard time doing that. Gets Raptalia, never an issue ever again. Um, and that's just the first one that came to my mind. But this one, episode two, they kill a goblin. So if you're following the pattern, you're thinking they're just going to kill the shit out of goblins from now on. Um, episode three, they can't even find a goblin to kill. And episode four, a goblin kills one of them. Like it's, you know, like just because they managed to kill one it doesn't mean they're great at it all of a sudden, which I really appreciated because that's how working on things works. It's realistic. Can I also just say that my maybe in the last like five episodes, something happens. But the first seven episodes that I watched uh, in, in terms of the in regards to the fantasy world thing, it's literally just there's a guild, kill goblins for money. You learn there are zombies in episode go. four, like out of nowhere. See, oh, I don't yeah, know. yeah. That, well, that's because it, it does get referenced later on when it's just like, yeah, um, you end up seeing zombies, or like basically if you're not burned or put to ash, which is, I think. I'm mm -hmm. guessing that's why Grimgar of Ashes or something is part of the name. Uh, if you're not burned, you do come back to life. Which, But other than that, they're really, to me, I mean, I don't think it was a bad world. But uh, I can see where people are coming from where they say that it is just your generic isekai world with, you know, there's goblins, there's monsters, there's other things, there's dungeons, there's guilds, there's a city, everyone's fighting to survive, there's a gold system whatever like I, I didn't feel like it did anything specifically unique compared to uh, well the only thing for me at least was like th just thinking about it now is the guilds there was like your party but then there was the guilds that you were a part of where it's like oh all the healers are part of the same guild all of the thieves are part of the same guild all of the tanks are part of the same guild like i thought that was different although they didn't really go into it very much other than having the very fan service based uh oh my teacher. God. can i defend oh, yeah. the world real quick yeah, yeah, because, because like, the, the isekai joke for, like, the world is it's a town surrounded by a wall with a river running through the middle. Like, Konosuba, Wise Man's Grandchild. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they're all the same. Like, And this was, they're, like, a town built into, like, the mountains. Like, it would be, like, uh, you probably consider it, like, like, Switzerland or, like, Italy, like, that type of, like, geographical sense. I was, like, right. I actually thought, like, the starting town that they were in was fucking badass. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Well, so, like, I think that I agree, it's cool, like, it's a cool setting, but, like, it's nothing unique in the sense where it's, like, it, it doesn't have that much of an impact on the okay, well, I don't think it has to have, like, an impact, though, that, like, I, it, I, it, I, it, it serves a purpose like, for them to, like, rest, uh, eat and drink, and get supplies, like, that's what it does, and I felt yeah, like it was, like, I, that's what it's supposed to do, like, I don't know, like, are you expecting them to be on, like, a giant, like, well, mechanical spider or something, like? No, I think, I just think that for what this this show was trying to do, at least in my eyes, which was give us a, a a view on, well, in the beginning it was giving us a view on how people lived in this isekai world, like the day to day struggles, right? And then like later on, it kind of got into a more specific type of struggle. I feel like at this point, and this, and I had to go back and check when it was made just to make sure. By 2016, there's enough isekai that touches on these points that it's trying to come, like, show us that this is a redundant anime to me. Like, if I wanted to see someone suffer, I'd go watch ReZero, regardless of whether you like it or not. Like, I'd go watch the fucking um, Death March to a Parallel World if I wanted a commentary on the day-to-day -day life of someone. Now, of course. Later on, it gets a little fucking crazy, but, like, I, I, there are other isekai, especially at the point that this is made, that 
give the same commentary and in my opinion are more interesting because they're not trying to be so broad in their foot in what they're talking about so i i think that like i mean episode two is called the long day of the volunteer soldier right you're supposed to be getting the daily routine and the struggles of specifically these bottom of the ladder people and that's another reason we don't know a ton about the world in my opinion because we are seeing the world through the eyes of literal level one characters if this Mm -hmm. was an rpg so you know like one you don't always know about the devil king when it's when you're level one you know maybe you learn about him at level five so like and who the hell's gonna tell you know if there's like a dragon invading a castle you know, fucking 20 knots over. <laughs> and, you know, who's, oh, we need to tell our level two cleric that there's a dragon. No, no one cares. No one needs <laughs> to tell these people anything. These people need to worry about killing fucking goblins. True. And that's what we see them do. I, I feel like they're not the main characters of this world. Like, if you were to drop them in, like, World of Warcraft, like, they're almost like those NPCs or those characters that start playing the game that you know are going to quit before they get out of, like, the starting zone, before they get to, like, level 10. They're the person, like, they're not the ones that are destined to save the world. They're not the shield heroes. <laughs> they're not the Kirito's. They're the people that maybe commit suicide when they find out that they're stuck in a death game type yes. of thing. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, like, they, when you're level one in WoW, you don't know that Ragnaros is there waiting for you at level 60. What you know is that there are too many cats in Darnassus, and you need to kill five cats and oh, collect their collars. Oh, Miles just and... confirmed he's an Alliance player. Oh. <laughs> See, so, so one thing I want to <laughs> For the Horde. Or whatever, I don't know. Horde, zug zug. We should move to our last talking point, though. Okay. Because of time. <laughs> okay. Pat. Did we lose Pat? Okay, yeah, if we mics here, mics that mics just not working. Sorry, I guess. It's, oh, okay. Um, there we go. I was like, uh, I was just gonna say, Smiley, real quick. If you had, uh, you were gonna say something. I know you. Uh, it is your oh, show. I was just gonna mention that, like, if if there was so like Renji's party, if this would have followed his party, this would have been more like a common Izakai anime because Renji's party just flies through it, and it even mentions it. It's like. I think it was Haru Heroes, like, well, we're not like that. We're not on that level, yeah. basically. Especially in the light novel, it's mentioned that. And um, I will say there was something interesting that I wanted to point out that's in the light novel and that they didn't put into this, was that there's actually in the light novel, um, a little bit after... Um, why am I spacing on her name right now? The new priest, the girl that comes in, that's a... Mary. Mary. The most complicated name of the group, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but... When she comes in, so there's like a part in the light novel where an orc attack happens on the city, and you get to see more of Renji and his party, which I thought was interesting in the light novel, which was curious why they didn't add that in. But um, it was an orc attack, and you just get to see some action of their party and their side of things, and how uh, hero takes care of it, because there's a, actually in the light novel um, in this that would have been in this season if they added it in. Um, him like going running away from an orc and trying to battle it in a sense. So, what, what him being just outmatched or whatever completely? Yeah, and, yeah. Okay, so that that's interesting because I I um I do feel like Renji was just thrown in whatever. Like I obviously felt like 
like you said, like a character that in the light novel had a little bit more relevance. But I, I do agree, though, that it would have been nice to see that party doing something rather than just being told that, oh, they're this great. Which, granted, you can kind of just tell just by looking at them with their armor and with, yeah, the, with the, the way they just casually <laughs> yeah. throw around money. But, like, I still I do agree, though, that it would have been nice to have seen them a little bit more rather than just being, like, alluded to them and being like, oh, wow, they're the mystical guys. But uh, so I guess our last talking point before we get to, like, best girl and best boy would be uh, how it how it develops near the end for me. So for me, I thought um, Mary, the new party member who was there to replace Monito as the healer or as the priest, no, yeah, the healer. Um, I thought Mary had more character development than anyone else in the show. Uh, and I, I thought she was awesome in the series. I, I really enjoyed how she grew from this, uh, this devastated shell of a, of a person into finally growing and learning uh what it was like to feel emotions again you know and like i thought it was nice to see her her get that closure with her with her party members and everything uh there were moments i thought were weird where like haru the main character just like like uh i remember he was like surprised when mary was upset about going back to the mines or whatever and i was just like why are you surprised that she would be upset about going there like 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 why are you acting so shocked that she is like having this jarred reaction to going back down to the place where her friends were killed and like where she lost all of her happiness like I, I, that that felt weird to me but but anyways I, I feel like overall the ending of the series was very satisfying um i i thought the payoff was there i thought uh it showed the growth in the characters and the the growth in their friendships overall i think they did a pretty solid job with the final arc in general just wrapping it up uh consistently i don't know how you guys felt about the series there so can i yeah jump in real quick? um well so with mary i really have to say that she is probably the best character that is in the show i agree with you pat but like she's probably the only character that I've seen in anime, in the anime that I've seen, that actually presents a panic attack and PTSD as a panic attack and PTSD rather than somebody going, I'm hyperventilating, oh god, I'm passed out. Like, uh, it's not, a panic attack is not always, oh, you've passed out for 30 minutes, or, oh, you're having a seizure. Like, there's panic attacks where you are where you were shaking and you were scared from something that is not a present danger, but has been a present danger in the past. And that is, that is presented extremely well by Mary, especially when she leaves and goes back to the, uh, kind of like, uh, the woman's home. Yeah. I the guess. where she was living, like she just left yeah. the bar because she was so, so jarred by what, what just happened. Yeah. Exactly. Um, like mm -hmm. that, that gave it, that gave her and the show points for me. So like that kind of made her the kind of made her the best character that I've, that I've seen in the show. Yeah. Anyway. I, 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 um, uh, yeah. So like, I, I think she had the best character development for me, um, because of, like you said, like those scenes overall. So I, I don't know, best character that's hard to put, uh, put out there, but I definitely think she had the most care, the most character development at that point in the show, uh, in my eyes. So I agree. Uh, Mary had. Re oh, do you want to go, Smiley? Uh, I mean, you can go. Okay. So I agree. Mary, very good character development. Here is the top secret 
next level strats for who had the most character development in this show. And it's uh, she. Oh God, I can't. The fucking mage. I can't pronounce her she name. She she her. There's too many H's and I's next to each other. Um, meaning three. Um, just too many. So end of episode two, right? We know she's the shy one and she isn't really comfortable with the guys. So during that musical montage that everyone hates, um, we see that Monito buys her a hairpin, right? Yeah. And then we see Yumi, who was like coming up because uh, Yumi knows that she doesn't like, you know, she isn't comfortable around the guys, but then notices it's Manito, sees that Manito's a good guy, sees all that reaction. The bathhouse scene happens, um, which makes the mage less trustworthy. She doesn't like the guys. That's like a whole little subplot that, that comes on. So later, Yumi talks to her about how, like, you know, they're a group and she's going to need to forgive the guys and open up to them a little bit. While they're having that conversation, she has the hairpin in her hand and she's like tossing and turning with it sort of like as a symbolic thing with her relationship with Manito. So the next time we see her, she has it in her hair and she like makes an effort to talk more. Um, there's the scene where she talks to Manito um, on the bridge with the pigeons and stuff. Now that's going to come back later. So uh, we see the fight scene. Um, you know, she's a lot more energetic. Her hair is pulled back so you can see more of her face. She looks less shy with the Manito hairpin. Manito fucking dies. Dead. Um, she stops wearing the hairpin for a while. Mm-hmm. Then, once as a group, they start, like, recovering from that. Once they're going to the... Once they go to fight the goblins that killed Manito, she starts wearing it again. Um, and... You know, after they do all of that, um, it's like in the morning, I think, of their day off, um, our main character sees her feeding birds, and it's something she's doing um, in memory of Monito, and she never even, you know, says why. And she has all of this, like, you can tell where her mental state is on and off throughout the entire show and how she finally overcomes her grief without her saying one word the entire time, and I think it's fantastic. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I I didn't I, notice any of that. I I know I I agree that she's there. I I just she's the type of character that I don't enjoy watching. So that's oh, why no, I, she, she's the worst girl, absolutely. But I thought the character the development was great. Yeah, right. Best character development doesn't mean best boy or best girl. No, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. true. But uh, that's very true. But yeah, I just like the way they did it. It was like very in the background. Like Mary's was amazing, but it's like you can't miss it if you know, like it fucking hits right. you over the head with it. So, um, yeah, First, that was just my take. Yeah, no, so, that, I can I can totally see that. Go ahead. So for me, um, I I will agree with Mary. Mary did definitely have the best uh, development. Um, but I will say, um, just out of, out of this popped up in my head, um, I liked Magazo like how he had his little things because in the light novels, they didn't have they didn't mention anything about him cooking. They didn't mention anything about him carving. At least in the first two novels, where this was supposed to be coming from, mm-hmm. and um. I just thought it was cool that the people that made the the studio that made the anime uh, decided to add some little things, obviously, to give him some more character. Because honestly, if they did it based off the way the light novel had it, it would have been boring. He just would have been a nobody. Yeah, he just would have been there. It, yeah. So, oh, so go ahead. Can I, if I want to just want to bounce off of that because Magazo was my favorite character in the anime, and I, mm. I'll give you my reasons why because. Um, this is very like MMO. Like I'm a huge like diehard WoW player, and the most selfless people in MMO RPGs are the tanks. And he's yep. the tank, and everything yep. he does for 
or his character is for the team. And it's not only in combat, but even outside, he's like the cook. Like he takes care of everybody yeah. on and off the battlefield. So I thought that was really great from him. I honestly thought I thought Haruhiro had the best character development because uh, he got put into a situation where a he didn't want to do it, but he's so professional that he's like, okay, well none of you are because he's kind of like resembles me, where it's like if nobody is going to do it, he's just like I'm gonna fucking do it. Like screw it. Like I'll do it. Like. And if you get mad, I don't care because no one else wants to do it. So I'm gonna do things my way. So I kind of yep. liked that style of like character for him, getting thrusted into a position where he does not want to be in and he is not qualified for. <laughs> and I felt like he did a pretty decent job towards the end. And I, like that's mm-hmm. just like mad respect. I think like Barry was like a very close second. Yeah. Fair and enough. I, they all had good uh, character development. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just I just, really I'm go going ahead. to, since we've talked about pretty much everyone else besides Yume, who I think is probably the mm-hmm. the most straightforward character throughout the whole thing. She's the big sister through and through. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. Ranta, in the last couple episodes, no, I agree. you see a little <laughs> bit of him developing to not be quite as a bitch. A bitch. Yeah, He's not quite the Absolutely. asshole. You get to understand I'm, I'm, at least a little bit about, like, he's still, like, insufferable. But, like, you feel like you see a little bit of him caring about the group more so mm-hmm. than you might have up until the whole mind scene Correct. would have believed him to be. So I do want to at least give him credit, even though I still think he's insufferable and I hate his guts. Yeah. He <laughs> does get better. He does get better. I'll give him, I will give him that, too. Does anyone... I, Oh, I was uh, on Ranta, maybe not sucking. Does anyone, I, I don't know if it goes into this in light novels. I have no idea. But that demon that follows him around, I wondered the entire time if that was having an effect on his personality. Just because he has this piece of shit little demon, like, talking shit to him the entire yeah. time. And I was wondering. I've that before, though. Um, okay, well, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. It could have made him worse. But, like, that the show. Yeah, that's true. I wanted yeah. to be a dark knight because you just have this guy telling you to die the entire time. And it would have gone to me. Yeah, that's, that's not even a joke well, either. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, yes. So, uh, just, to, just, to, go ahead. just to bounce off of what you said, Miles, um, I was, like, in the last few episodes, I was actually thinking about that, too, because, like, when. Cause, when he is hiding from uh, despots in the uh, broken down shed, he is he is just like miserable in there for multiple reasons. But the demon is like the more he hears "die, die, 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 die," which it goes on for a long ass time, uh, he just like the more he hears it, the more he wants to explode. So like. The fact that he keeps on hearing it and that he wants to and like the more that it goes on, it's kind of like adding it's kind of like a fuse going until he just yells uh, that that he actually likes Yume and that that probably, like you said, has a huge effect on his personality when he's around other people. Mm hmm. I, I I can totally see that. I didn't even think about that, but that is a very good point. Um, I I did even without that thought though. I you, he definitely does grow more redeemable by the end of the mm-hmm. series, which is uh very very clearly intentional, and it, it's I think it's a good thing overall. But all right, so now that we're uh, done talking about the show, 
the main gist of the show. I think we move on to uh, best boy and best girl and worst boy and worst girl. You know, it's a good uh, thing that we like to do because it, it's fun to talk about waifus and husbandos. So uh, why don't, uh, we're just going to start at the top of the list on my side or uh, that I can see. Let's start with Miles. Well, let's do uh, best boy, best girl, worst girl, worst boy, whatever order you want to do them in. Let's uh, let's try and keep it quick, though, because we are already wow we have already been talking for an hour so let's let's get that so we'll wrap it up um so yeah best girl's hard for me i'm i'm gonna say best girl mary waifu yumi um but i don't know flip it depending on the day uh worst girl i'm gonna say i forget her name i had even written it down barbara Barbara. yeah barbara not about it um i just feel like she wasn't needed and this show really didn't lend itself to fan service. So like you're a thief, you're supposed to be sneaky. Everyone's going to be looking at you in that outfit. Um, yeah. Uh, best boy is Monito. Um, and you know what? I'm going to go worst boy. I forget what his name is. Um, who's the uh, Chad guy. Oh, the Australia guy at the end, right? The, in the bar. No, the, the guy who's like the best guy. Who's like throws the gold at them. Ringy. Oh, Ringy. 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 So in, in Ringy, uh in the first visual or graphic novel, he throws out a lot of homophobic slurs, and I have not forgiven him for it. So he's worst boy. <laughs> yeah, I I actually have the same. I actually have the same uh, same idea with that. Anyway, all right. So uh, well, we can move on. Cat, you're next. I'm- See, let's hear it. Oh. Best boy, best girl, worst girl, blah blah. I can't say it, so just say it. Uh, so best boy in my opinion, was Mokuzo, because, like, he, he was just wholesome, and he, he was the whole, he was the most wholesome person in the show, in my opinion, because, like, he was, he's, except for that one scene where he just, like, shuts down Ranta and, uh, Hero, just, really good scene, yeah, it, it was a really good scene, I fucking love that scene, um, best girl is Mary, because, you know, she she genuinely becomes a really good character at the end of the at the show at the end of the show and i really appreciate that uh uh waifu uh i probably have to say uh hmm. yeah probably have to be yume mm-hmm. and husbando i'm doubling down with mogazo because I feel like he'd be the one person in there that wouldn't make you feel like shit. And he um, cooks. And he cooks. And he cooks. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, worst boy, uh, it for me, it's a toss-up between uh, Monito and Ranta. Two different reasons. Monito is... Monito is kind of like the happy-go-lucky perfectionist dude, and I feel like if he messes up, he's going to go into a huge spiral of depression, even though he doesn't say like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, either self-inflicted or goblin-inflicted, one or the other. Uh, but, like, he he's just going to drag the whole relationship down. That's how I feel like he, he would be. Uh, and then Ranta, obvious reasons. Then worst girl is uh, Shirahira, uh, whatever whatever her fucking name is. Uh, Shihiro. Yeah, Shihiro. Uh, she <laughs> is just bland. Just she's yeah. just 
like she, I feel like they wanted her to be somewhat of a coudere, but she doesn't play it. Like she doesn't. She's just too, I guess. Like she's she's too coudere almost to be a coudere, right? Like she's just she's too much of the coup to be the dare. She doesn't, really have, <laughs> she doesn't have a lot of time to do the dare because the coup is just everywhere, you know. Like I, I feel like that's where the the problem with her was was she just didn't it's do enough. It's kind of like in, Kirito in one of the, in what in Alzation. Yeah, in where he's just sitting there doing nothing. All right, all right, we're getting we're going way too off time. The person you're supposed to go dairy for fucking dies in episode four. You're allowed to be a little coup. That's True. all I'm gonna say. Yes, <laughs> yes, no, of course, but that doesn't mean also though you can't be criticized for not being interesting because you're just sitting there. And yes, you can be criticized for being sad. Your future, your future husband died. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'll still criticize me all right. Now, next up on our list of uh, to choose their best boy and girl is uh, Adam. So let's hear your take. What's uh, and let's keep this moving too. I feel bad. Yeah, I'll go quick. Um, I'm with mo- most people. Mary, or sorry, Mary. Mary mm-hmm. is uh, my favorite female character. Yume is my waifu. Shiharu is worst girl, I guess. I don't hate her, but whatever. And yeah. uh, hate Ranta. Not a fan of him. I don't like him as a person. Uh, Mogazo, he's my husbando and Haruhiro, best boy. There you go. Pass it on. Fair enough. That makes sense. Uh, I think almost everyone would agree. Happy, you've been uh, a little quiet, but uh, what, out of your few episodes that you've seen, what, what do you think? Did you did you like Yume a lot? I don't even know if you met Mary in, in your episodes. Okay, that you've okay. Seen. I did make meet Mary, and because of that, she's worst girl because I only had the one episode. <laughs> 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 yeah, fair she enough. Not the team player, so yeah, she's worst girl yeah. by default until I see more of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, best girl, Yume. Best boy, Monato. Worst boy, guess Ranta. Yeah, Ranta. There yeah. we go. That makes sense. All right, uh, Haz, you're up next. Let's uh, keep let's keep moving. Uh, best boy, Haruhiro. Uh, best girl, Yume. Waifu, Barbara. Because obviously, um, <laughs> worst worst boy. Uh, it's a toss-up between Ranta and Monito. Uh, worst girl, Shihiro? Shihoru. Yeah, she fucking sucks. Yeah, I I can only agree. She's boring. (laughs) Um, alright, uh, I guess I'm next, so I'll, uh, on my list, so I'll I'll just go quick. I, I think, uh, uh, like everyone else has said so far, I think Best Girl is Mary, a very interesting character. Uh, she's lovable, she's cute, and she's fun. Uh, you know, like she grows on you. Uh, but in terms of waifu material, it's Yume. Um, worst Girl is Shiharu. I just get so bored every time I hear her, well, don't hear her speak, I guess, because she, all she does is exist on the screen. But even then, she's still not that terrible. She's just... She's just the worst out of a pretty good bunch otherwise, you know? Uh, I'd say Ranta's worst boy by far. Just such an insufferable little twat. Uh, and I gotta <laughs> go with uh, Moguzo because that the, every time he goes, DOMO! You know, like that was... Oh, I love that so much. The best. That was, that was so fun every yeah. time you swing that sword and just be like, DOMO! Like, I was just... It, it got me so excited every time. And I was just like, this guy is the one. He, he is the, the one I'm willing to die for. Um... So yeah, the, I guess that's my my list. Let's move on to you, Pete. What have you got? Yeah, uh, best boy Moguzo. I love that they're like his his like second skill. He learns like this is called the skull crusher, or for some reason yeah. we call it the th- like the thank you. And I was like the thank you, and then he, they show him, he's like Dobo, and then yeah. he breaks her skull. I'm like amazing. Um, yep. 
I feel like the girls in the show were like really good. So like, even though I think Shihiro, Shiharu is the worst, I don't think she's bad. I'm still giving her a little credit. She easily should have been the, like, if you're a casker, she's easily like the priest trope where she's like the quiet healer, but she's actually yeah. like the mage, which I, I thought was really cool. But uh, best girl, Yume. Worst boy was uh, Kikikawa, the drunk dude at the bar. Because if that... I saw him in real life, I'd, uh... I'd literally like switch bars. Like, I he gets him. into the redemption arc at the end, though. He's so annoying. Uh, and then yeah, Waifu he... Barbara, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I I can think of two solid reasons why uh, Barbara's a uh, a top waifu. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's the two, two, the two the glasses and the hair. Established job and, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the glasses, got, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, right. Yeah, you got four. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Smiley, what's what's your uh, your take on this uh, discussion? Um. So really quick, uh, after I'm done with my stuff, do you guys care if I say something from Volume Three of the yes, light novel? Yes, I, I actually do care. I'm probably gonna read. I'm probably gonna okay. continue. So the people that well, I'll mention it to you later. Um, so let's see. Best guy, I would have to say is Mogazo, and then um, best Osbando Soma, which is um. A samurai guy, I think. I don't remember if it was mentioned in that, but I know it's in the second novel. I don't think he's shown in the he's show. Not shown okay. In the if he was, he would have been at the end. Um. Hmm. Uh, best girl, Mary, and best or waifu would be Yumi. Yumi. Uh. Yeah. And then I guess worst. Worst guy would be No Life King because he is mentioned in the anime. <laughs> He's the big bad. <laughs> and then, oh. uh. Interesting. Worst girl. Uh. I don't know. It, that is like, a tough I one. I don't know. I did, Shira Hero is okay. I, I wonder, uh, it, it's tough for you to speak because you've got, uh, again, the, the future light novel to reference at least, or you've got more knowledge than we do. So. Um, but it's interesting yeah. to see that even with that, you still agree though that Mary is the best best girl, and then Yume's best waifu. I think that's a funny thing that we yeah. all came to a consensus on this show, which maybe, maybe it's not the biggest waifu war kind of show. I feel yeah. like I don't I don't feel like there's really, um, you know, it's not Bakumonogatari or it's not, um, God, what else have we watched? Uh, Princess Principal, where there's like girls that are like very distinct personalities. Yeah. I will like, say. Um, best girl does does change for me, and best boy does change for me too. As I'm not using the late. You're not set me. in stone. Okay, fair enough. No, because um, uh, late novels, some stuff happened, and yeah. So. Okay, fair enough. Fair can enough. I, so there you can go. I just can I just throw what I think it just tells us uh, which members of our group are uh, ass men and which ones are boob men based yeah. on. <laughs> well, I am an ass man. Man. So it's okay. I am an ass man. <laughs> then, yeah. then how can you not be you you may because. That ass. I mean, that's true. That is a black hole. Okay, it is. It accumulates mass continually. <laughs> okay, we're going. It is the uh, of a galaxy. We're going into the uh, the bonus chap, the point five chapter of our of our little talk here. So let's let's save that for, for later. But uh, yep. all right, why don't we go down the list now, real quick, and give our closing thoughts and our scores? So let me get my little trusty uh, notepad out so that I can keep our track of our scores. Uh, I gotta open that back up, but why don't we start with you, Miles? Let's hear your closing thoughts and final scores. Uh, so, I mean, you know, if, 
if you like isekais, know that I don't, but I love this show. So maybe it's not for you if you like them. Um, but, uh, you know, going into this, I thought I was going to give it an eight. But I've been positively affirmed and entrenched enough on these battle lines. I'm going to fucking bump it up to a nine. Fuck it. Nine out of ten. Wow. Nine out of ten for Miles. Uh, all right. Nine out of ten. That's a strong score. To yeah, I know. I don't think it. Yeah, it gets it. It's Let's great. Go. <laughs> All right, Kat, let's move on. Let's uh, let's see the exact opposite reaction starting right. now. Go ahead, Kat. Uh, Release so the hounds. The hounds? He's a cat. He's a cat. Uh, All right. All right. Herder, God forbid. It's reverse the irony. It's reverse okay. irony. Okay? So, the thing is, like, can we, before I give my final, final statements, I just want to say, can we just talk about how... Uh, What's his name? Uh, no. Renji looks like Orga Itsuki from uh, Iron Blooded Orphans. <laughs> I have like, no idea. I haven't seen Nobody that, else so. mentioned that. Nope. Anyway, so like, the main thing is like, I think, I, th I think it's a good show. I honestly think it's a pretty good show. And if it wasn't so slow in the first like, the first four episodes. I probably would have given it a more favorable review. But like, it, to me, it just feels like, and this is a little bit of a stretch, it feels like a 6 out of 10 for me. 6 out of 10 for you? Okay. That's literally higher than I thought you were going to give it. Same. You said like, you, you said like you'd rather yeah. die than watching it at the intro. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, uh, Adam, let's move on to you. Let's, uh, see, let's hear your thoughts. Um, uh... I felt like this whole conversation, I've gone up on my score. So originally I was going to give it a seven, but I'm going to give it an eight. And the only reason I'm not going to give it a nine is because we don't have season two. And I really mm -hmm. fucking want a season two. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Happy. Uh, happy. What was your score? I know you haven't seen most of it, but I, I'm still curious. I don't to see. think I, Happy's uh, score should count in terms of like the cumulative. I, I'm curious. Yeah, no, it's not going to count for cumulative, I, but I do want to hear it. I don't have one. You don't all. have one. Fair I, enough. Fair enough. I am. I am lukewarm. I. Ugh. <laughs> fair enough. All right, uh, Has. Let's. Uh, let, so Has, you finished almost all of it, I believe, right? You said you got at least to the part where Mary starts to become interesting or starts to develop, right? Has? He's having audio issues, I'm saying. Issues. Oh, he, well, oh, sorry. Well, he's having tech issues? Okay. He can't, yeah, he can't hear us, so. Yeah, just, uh, let's see. Uh, well, when he gets the score typed into bad. our chat. There, oh, there he was. Oh. No, no. No, either way, we're going to keep it moving. Just type uh, it in chat if you can yeah, hear just us. Type, uh, if it has, if you can hear us, type it in chat, and we'll, get, we'll relay it to everybody else. Pete, why don't you go real quick? Uh, yeah, I thought this show was near perfection. Uh, in terms of like my favorite isekais, it's, it's Log Horizon, and Log Horizon's a 10 in my book, so I compare it to Log Horizon. My only real issue was I thought the first like two and a half episodes were a little slow, and I thought Ronto was overly like hated, where they like pushed it on you. <laughs> Just like a little too much. I'm giving it a nine. A nine out of ten. Okay. Uh, and there we I go. Gave it a three. He said, "Yeah, three out of ten. Anime sucks." Yeah, <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, so poor yes. has is going to be uh, uh bringing the score down a little bit. Uh, Smiley, let's hear your verdict real quick. Um, to be honest, if I give it a point five, I would, but I haven't had an eight. You have an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so there you I go. I think 8.5 is perfect for it, to be honest. That's what I think I yeah. give it, but I, I decided to round it up. Yeah, I was right. the round down for no season two. Yeah. So, okay, so I guess uh, I'm all that's left to, to give my thoughts, I guess. So the way I look at this show is it, it is the definition of me to a, of a popcorn show where I, I am enjoying it. I will watch more of it if it comes out. I, I will enjoy it. But it's not something that really felt that substantial to me. It didn't move me that much. Although I will give them credit when they gave when they brought the uh, uh, the, the whatever the level up uh, necklace to the grave of Monato. That uh, at the very end of the show, I thought that was a very nice emotional moment that they did very very well. Um, I like uh, I really enjoyed that, and I thought and that redeemed it a lot in my eyes as well because up until that point, it just felt like generic mixed with a little bit of edginess to uh, like not edginess i don't know I, I don't know how to put it but i for me the show just wasn't fully for me in terms of uh being like so groundbreaking that i felt like it was it it, it was changing my perspective on anime or, cha- or 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 an isekai that really changed the way i look at the the genre so so for me i i have to put it at a six out of ten where again i would watch more of it but uh i I think for me, it would probably be a 6.5 if we could give 0.5s, but I don't want to give it a 7 because there's so many other shows that I've given a 7 that I look at so much more favorably. So I, I think I have to put it at uh, at a 6 out of 10 uh, myself. I, again, I would enjoy it and I would love to watch more of it, but I I did not see it in as favorable of a light as some of you guys seem to have seen well, it. I will say that out of curiosity. ReZero, I think I have ReZero at a 7. Um, okay. Because I think... I don't know. ReZero is weird. That that's a weird show. ReZero has fifty percent of its episodes do nothing. You think episodes one and two do oh, nothing? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, ReZero is the same exact way. It's one of the I reasons why I freaking <laughs> struggle to watch it, but I like it. I like it when it's good. It has its high peaks. That that's the thing. The way I said about the show too. When I when in my own head, I was like, the peaks of this show are very very high. But the valleys are also so deep where those first few episodes, the valleys that it hit were just like, why am I watching this? And then there are the moments where it peaked where I was just like, this is awesome. This is why I like anime. This is why I like Isekai sometimes. Like uh, these characters are great. They're showing growth. Uh, so I guess, that, again, that's why I have to give it a six out of ten because I can't I can't bump it too high in my eyes, at least uh, to the point where it's touching other other shows that I really enjoyed. Um all right, so let's let's do the math real quick. We've got let me get my calculator. I have a with it's an even seven score. It, it's an even seven. Even seven. Uh, oh, wow. an even what is seven it if you take has out? Um, if you take has out, it would be a seven point six six. Okay, that sounds okay, like a good score. I um, think so... that's the exact score on Mal. Uh, yeah, it is a seven. It's a 7.74 on Mal. Uh, so that is pretty damn close. It seems like our consensus is... Uh, this is why close. Mal is great! Anybody who hates Mal, what's funny. this is the perfect another, example. Just, just another quick As... example of, uh, of Mal here um, that I thought was quite funny. Um, you know, with most isekai, most shows that have like a 7.5 or higher, you know, like usually the Mal ratings or the, the reviews are very uh positive right like they're they're always like oh eight out of ten nine out of ten this show was great this is the first show that i've seen that has like the super high rating where 
three out of the four displayed reviews are just tearing the show to pieces. Like, like the top review is an eight out of ten, but then the next one is a two, the next one's a four, the following one's a four, and it's just like they're just tearing the show to shreds. Which again, I, I, like Mal, obviously you can't put too much value into those reviews because like. Oh my god, reading them sometimes it makes you just sit there and just be like what is, what if is you what want to die, go read the Evangelion reviews. Yes, oh my <laughs> god. But that's our point. Like most of the time they're bad, but you at least get a general gist of how people felt about the show because you do have to like it or say, "Oh, this review was helpful." Uh, for it to pop up near the top of the list. In this case, most of the ones that were found were helpful, were so poor, even though the show, relatively speaking for an isekai and a seasonal show, has a very high rating. So I thought that that was very interesting to, to look back on after finishing the show. I was just, I, I, you know, I, I find numbers and stuff like that my, interesting. So. My 3 out of 10 is a solid 3 out of 10. There's no I'm so disgusted that you would even think about removing me. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, no, that was, you're just curious to see the score, because yeah, your score we, is the outlier. Cause like, we, you know, like, yeah, we want to know if someone doesn't hate anime, what the score would be. So, like, if you hate anime, score is 7 out of 10. If you don't hate anime, 7.66. Oh, so there you go. There you go. You know, but that's um, a... Go ahead. One quick thing. I got to say, if a second season was to be made, I would probably give this show a 9 or a 10. And it would be, like, my first 10 ever, if it was... Really? Wow. I agree with that. I, I think that if, if this show had a second season, I would bump it up from like a, a three to a six. Holy shit. What the hell? Okay. There is some crazy stuff that happens. Has his back, like, boys. In the next yeah, this is so. vintage has. I have uh, never included if a sequel exists or not at my score. Because my, my, my main, pro not to go over, but like my main criticism is that it, there's too much going on for 12 episodes for me. I can totally see that being your criticism, and I agree with it. Um, I think that that's why, that's the only reason why I would ever give a show a lower score. So, like, I guess the, a good example of this would be the, uh, what do you call it, Otome, the ran, the, from the recent season, the Otome the Princess villainous. one, Villainess. If that show only was 12 episodes and then they had, like, a, a resolved ending, I think I probably would have given it, like, an 8 or a 9. But because there was another season coming... It felt, and then the ending was kind of just like, oh well, we don't know what's going to happen now. That's why it dropped to like a seven for me because it just there was no resolution, there was no final ending. It was just, oh, we're going to continue plugging away. You know, like I, I can totally see how a second season, having a second season would impact it. However, I don't think it's fair to punish the show for not ha being able to continue when it thought it was going to. But I, uh, but at the same time, you are right though. It does take on too much for it to only be a twelve episode show. But uh, all right, I think we're going to cut off our discussion at that point because we have gone on for quite a while about mm -hmm. this show. So moving on now, we have our show that we are going to be discussing next week. So let's, uh, Miles, you are the vote tallier. Let's, uh, yes. let's, uh, talk, let's hear. I am so, so yes, happy to so. announce the winner of this week. Uh, go ahead, Miles, please. Yeah, so we have a new record holder with 17 points um this week so old record was ping pong at 15 this one at 17 just for like you know green one with 12 or no one with 11 just for like a baseline there so first we have a couple of shows tied at third place um we have uh brand new animals and uh the king's avatar um we're tied at third place um second place um and getting its second um 
uh, legacy point, we have Land of the Lustrous. Um, and then at first place, it is my absolute pleasure to announce that we will be watching <laughs> Twilight Magi Madoka Magica. Oh, wow. Yep, I cuss along even though I vote the number one. So, uh... <laughs> We'll, we'll see. But yeah, so we are watching Madoka Magica next week. We are going to figure out if we're watching or the series plus the movie. I think it all depends on uh, how we all feel about midway through the you know next two weeks, and maybe we can come to a consensus then. Uh, yeah, the, the apparently there's a sequel movie or a continuation movie. I don't know. Again, I know nothing. Um, um, I I will. I mean, I don't. We don't have to. I guess this will go on the YouTube video, so that's weird. But regardless if we broadcast it or not, I'm going to have to host a discussion for the movie if anyone decides to watch it. So so there we go. Yep, so we will be watching Madoka Magica. So if you are watching along with us, please watch it as well. So that way you come into our debate. Let's uh, ready to not have anything spoiled or, you know, be able to engage in debate in, in the comments below in the, in the YouTube or, or in our Discord as well. So, uh... Before we get to plugging things, though, we, we should uh, move on to our nominations for the next week or for the following week, where we will uh, be nominating our shows and voting on them. You are welcome to participate in the voting as well. We'll get to how you can participate soon. But first, let's uh, like we, we've done so far, every time there's been a list scenario, let's go down the list. Miles, what are you nominating to replace Princess Prince or not Princess, fuck, uh, Madoka Magica? I see what you anime. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, or I mean, Bakamonogatari. I mean, okay, yeah. Um, it, this is not a fair nomination, by the way. I just want to say, I, I might be throwing the challenge flag on this nomination that he's about to throw up, but go I, ahead. Danny. I'm going to be nominating Japan Sinks. Um, I, I really want to watch it. Um, I know it just came out, and it's, like, in the zeitgeist currently, but um, I, I really want to watch it, so I'm nominating it. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> Japan sinks the sh the show that sh uh, just started. It's uh, Anna Twitter has been freaking out about it. It uh, I believe the whole show dropped on Netflix. Uh, either that or part of it. Most of I it. Believe I believe all of it has dropped on Netflix. Okay. So there we it's go. A, That's it's a movie, isn't it? No, it's no, a it's twelve a episode. It's a twelve episode or show, or something. Yep. Yeah. No, but it's listed as an O and A, so it's not listed as a regular season. I, I don't believe. Uh, o and A just so means it's, it's original. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. I well, that's whatever. Either way, um, it's just different. Uh, that it's listed differently on Mal than most shows are, or twelve episode shows are. At least that that's what I remember when I was looking for it. Listed uh, the same way as Devilman Crybaby is, and that it was also a straight to Netflix show by the same right. director. So I, that might have something to do with it. Maybe. So there we go. All right, uh, Cat. Uh, let's hear your nomination for this coming week. You uh, you had Land of the Lustrous, I believe. Uh, Land of the Lustrous again. Uh, you're going again with oh. Land of the Lustrous. All right, so we've got two legacy points stacked onto that vote. Uh, Adam, let's hear your vote. What, what are you nominating this week? All right. I've thought about this one for a while. And I'm going to throw a curveball out here that I don't think anyone's ready for. Girls Bravo. Nice. <laughs> I'm down. I'm I, down. I want to see everyone's reaction on this. Cause Girls this, Bravo. Uh, Okay, so I have a question though. Quick, is, is that a a show that you think you are nominating because you think it's quality, or are you th nominating because you think it's like it, it, it's funny or it's like it, or it's a uh, 
it's something that would be fun to talk about because uh, I, I think you missed the last episode, but we talked about how uh, I think on our 10th episode, episode, we are going oh, to no, all, no, we are it's, all, it's not, it's not something that I feel like is one of those bad shows that you want to, okay. It's not, right, I think it's one of those shows yeah. that is going to have, I think people that are going to be giving it like eights and nines. And then there's going to be people that I think are going to give it like threes and fours. Okay. And so there you go. That's yeah. that's fine then, because I, I just want to make sure you weren't saying a no. I a, love this a show. Joe, I a Joe or something. Love okay. Show. <laughs> oh well, you can love it and still nominate. I think that I think I already have my show picked out for episode ten. I think it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna count though. I think we're gonna have to have like a a vetting process because certain shows we might think are good or or whatever. I, anyways, that's that's for something to talk about two a month and a half from now. Uh oh, we lost All somebody. Right. Um, but, uh, Happy, you are here, so why don't you, uh, give us your nomination for next week? Oh, you cut out for me for a minute there, but, um, okay. <sighs> what should I nominate? Uh, I think I will keep chugging on the Monogatari train and nominate Kizu Monogatari. I see. Um, are we, yeah, we can do that, right? Because we've all yeah. seen, yeah. Why, we might as well, yeah, since we all technically watched it, so, uh, so now I can I can nominate Sao now. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's fair because we uh, and you know obviously if there are people's coming in and out, it's a little tough. But even then, they they can get the gist of it. So yeah, we can do Kizumonogatari. I'd say as long as that's the next yeah, uh, now, quick timeline. Question. Is, Prequel uh, movies. Or... Do, quick question: Would we just do one movie, or would we do all three? Uh, uh, probably all three. I would assume. Probably all three because that would be about six hours of watching, which is what. That's, uh, that's you know, a normal series is or so, right? It's like four and a half hours. streaming anywhere? I don't know if it's streaming, but we don't have... It's on Amazon, but you have to buy it. Okay. Yeah, well, you, or watch it. <laughs> on, you, you know. Yar, fiddle, dee dee. Yeah, yeah. Yar, har, har. We could join the, the Straw Hats and uh, be, you know, pirates. Exactly. Yar har har. All right, uh, Haz, you are here, so uh, let's hear your nomination for next uh, next session. Um, it's hard, you know, because everything is garbage. But <laughs> if, I to, if I had to like find the dirty ass quarter in the garbage, um, so we're, we're gonna have something specifically for interesting to talk about, right? That's mm -hmm. later. Okay, so then. I guess I'm gonna run, uh, since me and Saint were up late, late last night talking about it, Chivalry of a Failed Knight, unless... Wow, okay. Hey, that was yeah. a good one. That works. Yeah. I think that's a that's a show that uh, is generally favored or could be talked about. And Adam know. has it immediately in Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> comparing it to the Asterix Wars, if it gets picked. Oh, yeah. can, we, can we not? Because I already had this conversation with Saint. I don't have that. Like yeah, but the yeah. people don't know who Saint is, so we have to yeah. give it to the, the content to the people. Yes. Anime right. is garbage. That's the content. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, says the guy on an anime podcast, anime uh, watch club, whatever. <laughs> uh, Pete, what's your nomination? I'm a re-nominate brand new animal. Brand new animal. All right, that uh, that show did well last week in the, in the votes, so we'll, we'll keep it going. Hopefully, uh, Smiley, what have you got? So I voted, or I nominated last week, um, the King's Avatar, but I think I'm gonna change mine, and even though it got third place, and uh, but. So I'm going to nominate Quay uh, Tuoso, which is, I think, Love Lies. And one, it has a great opening. Um, 
And I just think it's rated too low on Mal. It's at a 6.65, I believe, and personally, I think it should be higher than that. So, And it is a romance, I believe, if I remember oh, right. You, you so. have my heart, uh, Koito mm -hmm. Uso. Okay, I've definitely heard of this show. So yeah. uh, I think I... You caught me. You caught me slipping now. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I'm just going to stick with uh, good old Reliable. It didn't earn a legacy point for the first time this week, but it did still finish, I think, just... I think it actually did finish tied for third with legacy points. Uh, Tadakun never falls in love. We'll eventually watch it. I know we will. I want us to watch it sooner than later so I can nominate something else. Uh, I think it's a good happy show that uh, we'll all at least enjoy watching even if we don't think it's groundbreaking uh i think i think we can all find our own things that we like about it so i i'm going to continue to nominate uh tarakun woshi and i something or other blah 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 blah. there we go cool uh, so yeah i think that's uh I believe that's everybody's nomination. So we'll uh, we'll have a list of that posted uh, for us to all vote on. Uh, again, you are welcome to vote on it as well. You know, this uh, we want to hear from you guys in the comments. Anybody that's watching this we've and has made it this far, please tell us your opinions on the show. Tell us your opinions on us. Well, why you think Cat is just a terrible person? You know, why you why you <laughs> well, think, why am I why, the one being judged? Uh, you know, like just it, it's, it, you set yourself up for it, Cat. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, but, you know, like why does Pat always sound like such a contrived asshole? You know, like there's so many different things that you guys can True. say to us. Please, please talk to us and and let us know your opinions of the shows and join our Discord. Join, join us so that we we have people to talk to because anime is such a wonderful thing that unites us all. Fucking garbage. Come. <laughs> fix has you come help us fix has and make him love and appreciate anime again so please join mm -hmm. us um <laughs> all right uh so i just want to say once once again as always thank you pete for giving us a platform to uh watch have our anime watch club miles and i really appreciate it uh and uh, if you want to take it away to close it go ahead yes Thank you so much for watching What Do You Say Anime. Follow us on Twitter at What Do You Say Annie. That's What Do You Say A-N-I on Twitter. Join our Discord. It'll be in the description below. We are like active, I don't know, for 21 hours out of the day, I feel like. Something's always going on on Discord. So if you want to talk anime, games, manga, sports, hentai. I don't know, hentai, I guess, with cats. <laughs> we have a, as long as you're 18 plus, according to Discord, it's fine. So join us yeah. and... Uh, especially if you like our videos, word of mouth is the best way to like spread it. Otherwise, please like, like, comment, and subscribe because that helps the YouTube algorithms and the iTunes algorithms and all that fun stuff. So we just appreciate any support that we get, and we'll see you in two weeks for Madoka Magica. We'll see you uh. then.